If you are planning to draft a fantasy football team in 2022, this is going to be a major help to you. I've drafted 27 times so far this offseason and cannot believe where these players are being taken. Here are the 12 wide receivers that are going far too low in drafts. Starting with Mike Williams, who according to the underdog ADP is currently going as the 21st wide receiver off the board. Williams finished as a top 12 wide receiver last year and this offseason he signed a three-year $60 million deal with the big thing being right here, the $40 million in guaranteed money. Two-thirds of his salary is guaranteed he's going to be a massive focal point of this offense now check this out Mike Williams is a top five receiver versus man coverage which he saw a lot his quarterback Justin Herbert top 10 versus man coverage so it's a very simple formula here you have Justin Herbert's accuracy and big arm and then you have the big wide receiver on the outside who's getting open yeah I'm gonna take him at that wide receiver 22 spot next up is the wide receiver 25 who's actually gone down a spot he was the 24 when I was looking a day ago down a spot in Michael Thomas this one makes no sense he is going nine wide receiver spots behind DK Metcalf who's in a run-first offense with the quarterback currently of Drew Locke. And he's also going after Chris Goblin, who potentially will miss the first four weeks to maybe even more of that of the season with an ACL tear. And Michael Thomas didn't play last year, but this is how good this guy is. People are forgetting. He's had a 27% target share every year since 2017, finishing as a top eight wide receiver in all of those seasons. Now, of course, there's one big question. How good is he without Drew Brees? And how good is he going to be now that Jameis Winston is there? Now, I found a potential answer, and it's pretty interesting. Drew Brees' final two years in New Orleans he wasn't the greatest he averaged 7.7 yards per attempt which is around the league average maybe slightly above in terms of quarterback efficiency well last year before Jameis Winston got hurt he was averaging 7.6 yards per attempt so he was equally as efficient as Drew Brees was the previous two seasons when Michael Thomas was a top eight wide receiver the third wide receiver value in these drafts right now is Allen Robinson who goes as the wide receiver 28 currently and I just find it really funny that he's going after Juju Smith-Schuster who potentially would be the wide receiver three in his offense when Allen Robinson and an equally as good offense is the clear wide receiver too. This is how much of an upgrade he's going to be getting this year. His average finish in target quality the last four years was 63rd amongst wide receivers. Last year, Matthew Stafford was top five in quarterback target quality. In this offseason, he signed a three-year $46.5 million contract with about 70% of that guaranteed. He is the clear wide receiver two in this offense. And the wide receiver two in this offense last year, Robert Woods, was averaging 7.7 targets per game before injury. And that was with Cooper Cup putting up a historic historic season in terms of volume and target share imagine if that was to drop even more for robinson oh, i believe this is the most underrated wide receiver and that is darnell mooney going as the 32nd wide receiver off the board he is somehow going after gabriel davis and elijah moore who are the clear number twos at best in their offense when mooney is a clear number one in his just last year mooney saw a 27 percent target share that's higher than stefan diggs and was top 10 in the nfl and with Allen robinson gone and the team only drafting a third round wide receiver not an immediate threat this is his competition Byron Pringle is literally the wide receiver two on this team after being the third or fourth option on the Chiefs last year. He was ranked 60th in wide receiver efficiency. It's wheels up for Darnell Mooney, who might be a top 10 wide receiver when it's all said and done this year. The wide receiver 29 off the board right now is much higher for me, and that's Rashad Bateman. With Hollywood Brown traded away, Bateman, who saw a top 1% of all time target share in college, he was earning targets even with Rondell Moore there, is now the clear number one wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. And check this out. This is the Ravens depth chart. You have Devin Duvernay, James Prochise, Tylen Wallace, and Benjamin Victor as the only other four receivers on this offense. They are likely to add more guys, but those four guys have a combined 72 career receptions. It's going to be the Rashad Bateman show. And by the way, if you want to use my free best ball rankings right now, they're going to be linked in the Discord totally free. You just go in there and you snag them. Now, generally speaking, rookie wide receivers on bad offenses usually drop in drafts because people just say, yeah, hey, I don't want to draft that guy. He's not going to do well. Well, Garrett Wilson is not on a bad offense. No, no, no. The Jets 
Jets are no longer a bad offense, and he is the wide receiver one, even though he goes 15 wide receiver spots after Elijah Moore. I'm very confused as to why he's going after Hunter Renfro, who's the wide receiver three on his team, Brandon Ayuk, who's the third option in a run-first offense with potentially a mobile QB in Trey Lance this year, and Devonta Smith, who's the third option on his team with a run-first quarterback. Elijah Moore was solid last year, but he was a second-round receiver. Garrett Wilson was a top-10 pick, and he out-competed these guys at Ohio State. First-rounder Chris Olave, first-rounder Jamison Williams, and projected first-rounder, who's probably better than the other two guys I just mentioned, and Jackson Smith Najigba. Don't overthink this one. Garrett Wilson is going to rise into being in the top 35 wide receivers come August, so draft him in your best ball drafts now. This is perhaps my favorite value that we're finding, and it's Russell Gage as the 51st wide receiver off the board because people are forgetting that Chris Godwin tore his ACL, and you can take advantage of that right now. Godwin had surgery on his ACL on January 10th of 2022, and it's usually an eight to nine month recovery, which means you're probably not going to see him for the first month of the season. So now you get Russell Gage as the second option in a passing attack out of the slot when Mike Evans is on the outside for Tom Brady, who led the league top 1% of all time with 313 passing yards per game last year. Russell Gage was literally more efficient than DK Metcalf and Stefan Diggs as a wide receiver yards per route run last year. And for some reason, he's going right next to Jamison Williams, who also tore his ACL like Godwin and might miss the first 20% to 40% of the games. Alan Lazard, who's best known for his run blocking skill set. And he's going pretty close to Rondell Moore, who's the wide receiver four in his team and got literally no downfield targets last year. Go get Russell Gage right now. And if you want to grab him on underdog, you can get a free deposit match up to $100. You just use the code Sal. There's a link in the description. You can start drafting with myself and people in the Discord. Not now, but right now. This next guy has dropped way too low. Five rounds, basically, from where he was being drafted last year. And it's Kenny Galladay at wide receiver 57. And I get it. Kenny Galladay is not a sexy pick as an older wide receiver. He's getting close to 30 now. But he was playing injured through 85% of his games last year in injury designation. So now he's healthy. He has a better coach, a better GM in place from Buffalo. And I don't expect him to see bottom 10% target quality this year simply because the Giants went out and they addressed their biggest need. Their biggest need was getting offensive line help for Daniel Jones. They drafted three offensive linemen, including potentially the best in the draft, Evan Neal, top five pick out of Alabama. And it's interesting to me that he's going right around where Devontae Parker is going when Parker is in an offense that is not going to throw nearly as much as the Giants and they want to run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball. And then Tyler Boyd, who's a slot wide receiver, who's the clear third option in that passing attack for Cincinnati. Next up, I want to talk about the starting slot receiver for the Buffalo Bills and Jamison Crowner, who goes as the wide receiver 69. Crowder signed a one-year $2 million contract, a bargain for the Bills this offseason. And a big thing for Crowder, at least, is that he got almost 95% of it guaranteed. This is the reason why I love it so much. He's going as the wide receiver 69, even though Cole Beasley, through his age 30, 31, and 32 seasons, so an older player, was averaging a finish of wide receiver 36 in that exact same role the last three years. And Jamison Crowder is significantly younger at 29 years old. Let's chat about the wide receiver 64 right now at a Penn State, the rookie Jahan Dotson, who was taken in the top half of the first round of the draft. The average of the wide receivers taken in the first round. So let's do a quick math here. The six wide receivers in the first round, they're average draft selection right now is the 45th pick at the wide receiver position. Jahan Dotson goes at the 64th pick. He is going almost 50% later than those guys. He's also going later than second round picks Sky Moore and Christian Watson, and it's surprising to see him go later than a Chris Olave, who's a similar quarterback situation with a Jamison Winston. It's surprising to see him go after a Jamison Williams who's going to miss a part of the season. So right now you're getting a massive value on Jahan Dotson. Another fun value that's there in the 15th or 16th round of drafts, maybe even later so a flyer in your best ball draft is going to be 
Alec Pierce because Zach Pascal is gone for the Indianapolis Colts and this is what their current depth chart looks like it's Michael Pittman followed by Paris Campbell who's missed the last three seasons with injuries Ashton Doolin who's a speedster but likely not going to threaten a second round athletic freak and Alec Pierce I personally believe that Pierce is the wide receiver two on this team and courtesy of playerprofiler.com you can see his workout metrics which are top one percent of all time at the NFL combine he has top 10 percent speed he has top five percent burst his catch radius is one of the best that we have ever seen a lot of people are going to compare him maybe to a Jordy Nelson but he's way more athletic than Jordy was and that's saying something now this wide receiver often goes undrafted in these fantasy drafts he's the wide receiver 85 and it's KJ Hamler who is now attached to Russell Wilson now here's my take on this he could be the next Tyler Lockett for Russell Wilson the guy that Lockett likes targeting downfield except Hamler is seven years younger than Lockett and he's way faster than Lockett courtesy of player profiler you can see based on his 40 time a 4-3-2 that is 99th percentile meaning top one percent of all time of an NFL player now Hamler was hurt last year but as a rookie he ranked top 10 in separation he was getting open problem was his quarterback was Drew Locke who ranked dead last in deep ball accuracy so now you combine the separation and speed of KJ Hamler with Russell Wilson's deep ball accuracy and how often he throws it in fellas hey we got ourselves a really really good value now we talked about a lot of rookies in here and every single year rookies are going to have impact on the value of all positions and if you want to see exactly how every single team was impacted from the NFL draft hey fellas this video right here is going to help you all out and it's filled with a whole bunch of schmacks